Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mario's 8-Bits, a podcast that makes no sense sometimes, but once you listen to it a second time, it makes all the sense in the world. (laughs) That's something that one of my listeners recently confessed to me. I thought it was pretty funny, so I wanted to share that with you guys. Welcome to December. We are less than one month away from starting a whole new year which means new beginnings, new opportunities, and a fresh new start. Nothing wrong with that, right? We can all use a fresh new start, can't we? At least that's how it feels sometimes, doesn't it? Tonight I'd like to talk about loss. Whether that loss was something we decided needed to happen, or if it was something that was given to us. Losing someone, something, someplace can be incredibly detrimental to our being. It plagues our minds with doubts of self-worth. It infectiously crawls into our hearts and decides to stab our hearts and guts with the intensity of a sucker punch, leaving us so vulnerable to our own feelings that we end up crying, getting angry. We throw blame around like it was a damn confetti egg on Easter. Worst of all, We carry it in our hearts and minds for far too long. There's no right amount of time to feel like shit. We all take our sweet time dealing with whatever it is we have to deal with. Never let anyone tell you that you need to quote unquote get over it. You have my permission to tell those people to kindly fuck off. First type of loss for me would be the loss of a friendship. These can be particularly tricky because friends do not come and go like the old saying goes. Friends come into our lives, they stick around for a very long time, a very short time, or sometimes just long enough for you to learn some type of lesson. While these friends are in our lives, they change us a little bit. We'll read a new book we would have never considered. We listen to a new artist we normally would never listen to. We watch shows and movies that would have never otherwise sparked our interests. In other words, they do have some sort of impact on our personal lives, at least for a short time. And in that short time, we begin to see these people in different lights because they also evolve along with us. Then one day, they're gone. Of course, I'm not talking about the friendships that have endured the test of time. I'm not talking about the friends you've had for 10 plus years or 20 plus years. I'm referring to those people that seem to come into our lives at just the right moment. It's almost as if they had a purpose being our friend, either for their own benefit or for our own benefit. I've had friends like that in the past. I've made real connections with these people. They've given advice and they've taken advice. We've shared long talks, a lot of liquor, and amazing times that have somehow found a permanent residence in the small corners of my intricately woven little mind. But they are there. Trust and believe. The reasons why these people are no longer a part of our lives isn't that important. So let's not focus on that, shall we? 
What are you hanging on to from an old friendship? For me, it's being a better listener. I used to know someone that once told me I was a terrible listener, and she was 100% right. So now, yes, I'm a better listener. I'm still working on becoming better at it, but I've gotten so much better already, and for that, I am grateful for her advice. And also, proud of myself that I've been able to implement it. I have also lost a whole city in my lifetime. Now, those that know me personally are rolling their fucking eyes right now because they know exactly what I'm about to say. Yes, I lost Los Angeles. That's where I'm from. I grew up in LA. My most prized memories and experiences stem from my time in LA. That's where I started developing my own identity. It's the city where I experienced my first kiss. It's a time when my entire family was together, living right next door to one another. It's also where I had the best friends of my life as a kid and teenager. I can say with no doubt in my mind that Los Angeles helped raise me. So how do you lose an entire city, right? Well, I was brought to Texas against every fiber in my being, against all the will I could muster up as a young adult, against all the bitching and crying I did. I did have choices, and I chose to be with my parents and my brothers. Of course, in hindsight, it was the right decision. My brothers were at an age where they needed me. They needed their big brother. I can't say they wouldn't have had a great life and still turned into the men they are without me around. But I also cannot deny the influence I've had on them. If I had stayed back and not moved with them, who knows what would have become of our brotherly relationship. I feel deep in my heart that losing the opportunity to remain in LA was a good thing. I'm grateful for the awesome memories. I appreciate how life is so different over there. I still go back about three or four times a year to visit my cousins and my uncles, to sightsee and hit up theme parks and eat some fucking amazing tacos. As soon as I step off the plane, I feel it. I'm home. In a strange way, being gone from LA has given me a renewed appreciation and love for the city. An appreciation that I'm not sure I would have ever gained otherwise. Now, one of the most painfully difficult realities of our lives is knowing that we will lose a loved one. We have been blessed and cursed with a short lifespan. And there are a thousand and one things out there that can make that lifespan even shorter. When dealing with the loss of someone special, we rationalize that loss with some of the most mundane but beautiful memories we have. Something very simple, like the way that person used to walk or how they used their hands as they spoke. Traits that we probably never thought about while they were still in our lives. But those are the things that matter most. We hold on to these silly little moments and memories because they make us feel so good inside. And while they can never be replaced, they will always be remembered in our vision. 
others might remember that person a certain way. But when it comes to us personally, they are in our minds differently. And that's what makes it so special. For me, what usually stays with me after someone has passed is the way they made me smile. Because, hey, newsflash, smiles are ridiculously powerful. I believe that how you smile is dependent on who is making you smile. Within that smile, there's heart, there's hope, there's legacy. How many times have you sat there thinking and reminiscing about someone no longer here and you can't help but find yourself with a huge ass grin on your face? A genuine smile which carries all the weight of the love and tenderness that person gave you while they were still alive. What better jewel to hang on to than that? Letting go of a relationship can also be very difficult. Many times we find ourselves in a position to do the right thing and we know we need to let go immediately. Like right this fucking instant because this person is not the right one for me. And it's only going to get worse. They're never going to change. They make me feel like shit. And yet we stay. We stay for far too long, it seems. One of the main reasons why letting go of a relationship is so goddamn hard is because it is usually a conscious choice. It's a decision that comes from us, not anyone else. Even if they did something horrible, we still have a hard time letting go. Because no matter how bad that shit was, we still have strong feelings for that person. Feelings that do nothing but cloud our judgment, twist our healthy brains and ways of thinking into something that we can't even recognize ourselves. But then, out of nowhere it seems, somewhere rationally of course, we have an epiphany. We wise up and learn, usually the very hard way, to separate our hearts from our brains and we're able to finally think logically. What an amazing feeling that is. It feels so good to finally open our own eyes to know what needs to be done and to follow through with the conviction of a person that's done taking shit from someone else. These lessons are invaluable. This is what we hang on to from a failed relationship, from the loss of a partner. Growth will always require struggle we may forgive, but I'll be damned if I forget. One of the most valuable lessons I've learned from a failed relationship is this. No matter how good a person can make you feel, they are doing their best to make themselves feel better. In the end, that's a contributing factor as to why that relationship didn't work out. Please don't go out there and give 50-50 in your relationship. Think about it. Do you really want your significant other to only give you 50% all the time? Call me greedy, but I want 100% because that's what I'm going to give. And if that person can't do that for you, then wise up and don't give it to them. Yes, I know no one is going to give 100% right off from the start. It takes time. But if you find yourself questioning who gives more into the relationship 
then you're probably not on the same page. This is what I've walked away with from my past. I hang on to that because it helps to protect me from disappointment, heartache, and stress. I have stress at work, stress from traffic and bills and family gatherings with that one distant uncle who drinks too goddamn much. I don't need that in my relationship. We are all different and fucked up in our own quirky little ways, right? <laughs> so we all have our own way of letting go and hanging on. Do what feels right. Play the scenario in your head. Talk to yourself. Write your ideas down and then read them out loud. Did it sound stupid? Then you haven't found the right track yet. And that's fine. Find the right path before you choose to go down it. I try my absolute best not to jump to conclusions and make irrational decisions. Taking the time to think things over before I shift the bed. Thank you to whoever is listening for joining me down another road from my mind. I don't have stop signs up there, and the lights always seem to be green. I appreciate y'all joining me for the ride. I encourage everyone to do their very best to take care of yourselves and those that matter most to you. Stay healthy in your body and in your mind. Mario's 8-Bits, out.